This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and is presented to you by yours truly, Michelle Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is really a book of allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally, but many men throughout the ages have took it literally and have diminished the real and true spiritual fact of the Bible. Scripture is going on right now in your life, and the purpose of this show is to break it down and to show you the signs. Today's episode is going to be different from our usual episodes, so if you're someone that is easily offended, someone that is easily angered, I'm going to tell you, listener discretion, please be advised to take your own listener discretion and listen at your own risk. We're going to say some things and talk about a subject that might be a little grotesque for some to handle. But I did this because this is why I love my subscribers and I tell you to subscribe. I had a little conversation. We was in a group chat when we were throwing back and forth spirituality and everyone was talking about their spells and what's manifesting and how they're getting ahead and how they're getting this new job and how this is going good and they're starting a business and it was just so much joy and we brought this up and some one of my subscribers asked me to let's talk on the subject when I was telling them about it and I was like you know what I'll talk about it briefly so today we're talking about blood in the food and when I talk about blood in the food um, again if you're someone that is easily grossed out and someone that find a lot of things offensive then this isn't for you and I recommend that you turn this off because it's gonna get very 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 real and this is another one of those obia episodes too because we're gonna talk about some of that and this would be some of that so now let's get into it I have a friend and he found this woman and they at first he seemed so madly in love with her he wasn't doing things that he would usually do this was a guy who would say I'm a gangster I'm a tough guy I don't need women and I always knew that was a lie Anytime a man say a woman ain't this, a woman ain't that, he's just trying to cover up his past hurt and trying to make himself feel better to try to hide the fact that he's lonely. So I see now he would act around this new woman that he got. And I would, being the person that I am, I would say, what happened? I thought gangsters and tough guys don't fall in love. And he would laugh. And then every time he was around this woman, he would always get this bubbly feeling. And I would look at him and I would wonder and say to myself this is a guy who just a couple of months ago was saying how he would never fall in love again because I know why you just got out of a serious relationship and your heart is broken but I would always constantly tell him that human beings need love we need love me personally I know the power of love love is a wonderful thing and he would go around and he would say, man, I am not going to fall in love. And I, again, I would say, mm, you're messing up your I am. But he was also a diehard Christian. So I never brought up these teachings or philosophy to him because his mind was already enslaved. Now, he found this new woman and he was in love with her and the way how he was acting. And it was they were so inseparable that it always it was almost like. When he said something, she was able to finish his sentences. And when she said something, he was able to finish her sentences. But I knew what was going on here. See, the woman 
is associated with the subconscious mind. And this is one reason why I know women, well, any true spiritualist will tell you that women can be very powerful. As a matter of fact, women are more powerful than men if they know how to utilize their spirituality the right way. Hence why the woman, the female energy is also associated with the subconscious mind, which is the most powerful part of your mind. So he was enthralled by this new love that he found. And they were, they were, I was happy for him. I would see him around and it was almost like she reformed him. So now he was a former tough guy or dog or whatever you want to call him. And now he is this nice, well-behaved, proper, sitting upright type of guy. And I was shocked. I would go around him and I would say, I thought you said gangsters don't fall in love. I thought you said that gangsters don't act a certain way. You're supposed to always be in tough guy mode. And he would just laugh. He would just laugh and laugh and laugh. And it was good. And then as time went on, I would see him become more enthralled with her. And I was happy for him because, of course, as a person that's supposed to be the friend of someone who supposedly found love, of course, I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to be someone that sits around and say he found love. Why is he not being the same no more? I'm happy when I see people excel and change their ways. So as time went on and it went on and he was more in love with her and she came around and she would smile and she would always say, you know what? I found my future husband. And when she would say that, I would turn to her and say, I'm glad that you both found each other because you both are happy. So she was always, always always in a happy mood and it was seemed like she just she just couldn't get get sad like she was a great person to be around and i was happy that he found a woman that had the right spirit that can uplift him because before he was always ended up with women who were somewhat ghetto somewhat where you didn't you wouldn't even want to be with but you know some people that would certain type of people and I you can't say nothing it would be inappropriate anyway to say anything so he would always always be with her and I was thinking like wow this is going to be a good marriage when this happens and it and it was just something where I would figure out like wow I was happy for him and every place they went they went together they took vacations they would always go around the town together and then it got to the point where he was so attached to her it was almost like he couldn't breathe every couple of minutes if he was by himself she would call she would show up she would pop up it was fine he was very much in love with her in the beginning but then it got to the point where he wasn't getting no room if you went out with him for too long, she would be calling him and asking where he is. Come home. So after a couple of months of this going on, he then relaxed and was able to get some free time. And she wasn't as attached anymore. And she gave him some time. And then some months passed on again. And she got back attached. And this time it seemed like it was with a vengeance because it was all I would liken it to when someone lose cancer. And you think that you're a cancer survivor and then the cancer comes back 10 times worse than it was in the beginning. And that's what happened because now he was so trapped. It seemed like nothing he can do. He would go left. She would be there. He would go right. She would be there. He goes up, down, 
in every direction she would pop up. I remember one time being out with him on the scene and I had no idea how she was able to find his location. I guess she used Google and went on the computer, tracked him down and she was there at the location before we left. And that was when I was starting to think to myself like, you gotta allow a man to be a man. If you can't leave him five minutes, or at least an hour, let him have a man's night out. You don't have to be so insecure. And we had another friend who actually said something to her. Why are you so insecure? And man, she flamed up and she was so mad and so angry. And the vulgarity got to the point where everyone involved was like, it's over. We just have to leave the scene. And so we left. And then now we come to a Thanksgiving dinner. And everyone is sitting down. And at this point now, my friend is basically trapped. He is so badly in love that I, we all thought it was love in the beginning and we thought it was all great and it was all smooth, but he was so entrapped that it got almost scary. He couldn't do nothing. He kept on asking him, asking everyone around him, what time is it? I got to go back to my girlfriend. Where is she? Is she around? Like, and you could look in his eyes and his eyes was looking buggy. His eyes were wide open and it was looking like he would see a ghost. And I was wondering why is he like this? Why is he like this? So now we go to this Thanksgiving event and everyone is sitting around and we all just talking. I guess the drinks were flowing and you know when alcohol gets introduced into the mix, everyone is open and everyone is more likely to speak with each other and say things that they never would usually say because you know what they say, the truth comes out when you're drunk. So now everyone is at the table. I guess we're drinking so much. We're drinking, we're drinking, and then we all are just talking and it comes time to eat the food and we're eating the food and then I guess after it, it was a, the night had got later and everyone just kept on drinking and drinking and then out of nowhere we said everyone just started speaking things and we were we had some dude that was there he started doing magic tricks and and it was amazing and everyone was clapping and out of nowhere, she said a joke like, oh man, some women, what they do to get men, they put menstrual blood in their food. And then everyone stopped and looked at her and said, huh? That came out of nowhere. And then she started to laugh. And it was like, okay. So now everyone goes home. And then the next day come and I met up with another friend and they were talking like, you remember what she said the other day? And I said to myself, yes, I remember what she said. And so now... We just talk and we fan it off like it's nothing. And now we see our friend and he's just losing his mind. He's going crazy. And we, we see him and he's not shaving his beard. He's not shaping up. He's looking raggedy and dingy and dusty. And I thought to myself, this is not him. He's not supposed to be this. This is not the guy who I once knew. And so, you know, as a grown man, I didn't say nothing. I just let it go. Everyone let it go. And then as we went on, we went to another event, but this wasn't a Thanksgiving event. This was where everyone was and more liquor was flowing. And then one of her friends were there and she, I guess they had an argument and her friend was mad. And then she turns to me and she said, you know what she did? And I was like, what do you mean what she did? She put some period blood in his food. And I was like, say that again? She said, one day, and I was like, how do, how do you know this first? She was like, because that's my friend. She told me. 
I just have, feel like I have to tell you because this is messed up. So I was like, all right, go ahead, tell me. She said, one day, a friend, I guess she was having a heavy period, and she thought it up because this girl, she was great at the spirituality. I had no idea she was this great until a friend was telling me. She sat down, and it was a full moon, and she thought of how she wanted to trap him, and she sat down, meditated for, for 31 minutes. And then she meditated for another seven minutes because these numbers are significant. Then she did another meditation for 17 minutes for the Hebrew number of victory. And when she was meditating, she kept on calling his name and she fell into the trance. So now with this heavy, um, I guess, the uh, you know, perimenstrual blood, um, she then poured it into something, I guess. This is what I was being told. And then when... He was un he was unexpected. He didn't realize it. He didn't. He would never expect this to happen. She created a meal for him with this blood. And what happened was, after he ate it, he started to lose his mind. He fell so badly in love with her that he was a man that was losing his mind. So now I'm listening to this story, and I'm like, wow, this is unbelievable that she would do this. And after. Um, I wanted to tell him, but even if you told him, he wouldn't believe it. He was already so far gone that it was sad. And then this girl, she, I guess something happened and she ended up leaving him and he was just devastated and he was losing his mind and it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. And, and everyone was saying how much that she had obeyed him and it was ridiculous. And the rest family is crazy to talk about but he was not himself he was he went for now months past months past and tried to link up with this same girl and try to see why did she do this we took this guy did everything we could do um i did some stuff um other people tried to help and one thing i can say about it when someone used menstrual blood on someone and if they're very good at what they're doing and they know what they're doing and they're masters at what they're doing, there's no undoing it. I don't care who you go to. You can try. You can be a little bit better. But there is you'll never be 100% like how you once were. It's just like if someone ended up in an accident, a car accident or something, any type of physical accident, and they might end up healed but you would always still see something. They won't be able to walk the same or they'll walk with a cane or a little crooked or if someone have a stroke, the chances of them coming back 100% like how they were before they had the stroke is pretty slim. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it is pretty slim. You will still see some type of like um, a part of their face is paralyzed or something, something, you would see something that was wrong. If I was to cut someone's skin or you was to cut your skin, even if a doctor stitched it up, it will never be the same like how it once was. It would have some type of scarring or some bruise or something. It will never be like a perfect like how it was when you were just born, growing up, fresh skin. And that's what happened. Now this friend, he's still around. He's doing a little better now. He's he's not as bad as before time had passed and he was such a christian he didn't want to fall for the do the methods that we were applying to him and it was a sad story to see sad thing to see i knew another guy too that a woman gave him menstrual blood in his food a cuban guy he ended up dying and losing his mind and committing suicide 
menstrual blood and depending on the moon phase and the certain names that you call out, the names of God in the conscious state that you enter can be a dangerous, dangerous thing. So to a lot of the women that are listening, because I realize that a lot of my subscribers, majority are more women, um, you got to be careful with that stuff. That stuff is dangerous. And it is something that is could ruin someone's life if you know what you're doing. You could use it to trap a man so bad that he cannot leave. And that's why blood in the food is a dangerous thing to give someone. That's why even now, anytime someone give me food, I always make sure I'm there when it's cooked or I tell them to try it first. I really don't take food from people unless I know them and I can trust them like that. Because menstrual blood will destroy someone. And it is no good. But as we see, that is also God. Because everything that man do is God. And that is the part of God that we all have to accept. Women, men, we all do things that are shady. Doesn't it say that? I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 7. So it was unbelievable with all of the things that I was seeing with the menstrual blood wearing its effect on him. And it almost, you know, destroyed him. I'm glad that now he's able to recover, but he will never be as good as how he was before. And that's my brief story that I wanted to share. I don't want to get too in depth, but that was something because it was requested in a chat that I had with the subscribers. And I thank you all. Please go to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe. We have great, great content. And if you truly want your spirituality and want to learn the science, I'm always here to teach it. And I thank you for listening. And I also want to give you a little quick obia spell that you can do. Um, right now and it will give you will actually probably get some um, if you do this correctly you'll get great results and this works with your subconscious mind and the spirit that you're going to connect with when you before you go to sleep this is what I want you to do get a clear glass of water pour some water make sure it's cold water to be cool speak something into that water whether you want to see a family member an ancestor, you want to see something revealed to you. You want something that is um, that you've been looking for. Want a job? Want something? Speak it to you in that water. That water is going to be your life force. It's going to be a connection. Now, take a pen, a black ink pen. Take some brown paper or any piece of paper. It doesn't matter. I just I'm just used to brown. Write your intention on it, or write the person's name. Write whatever you want on it. Dip it into that same water that you just spoke your intention or said something in it. Now that ink and that paper is going to merge with your intention and the water will bring it life. Say something genuine after that. Put it under your bed. And now before you go to sleep, say what you wanted and what the whole intention was one more time. Keep that water under your bed. Go to sleep and watch what's going to happen. Brothers and sisters, please go on over to MindWorthyInfo.com and subscribe. I hope you enjoyed this brief snippet of You Are God, because you are God. Now, let us go into the silence.